All right, guys, we are back. This is episode six, and I'm really excited for today's episode. We have a special guest. It is Chris Rhodes from Beer Tree Brew Co. He is the founder, one of the co-founders, um, manager, kind of runs the show. Um, and I actually know Chris from college. So um, I'm, stu- I'm really excited to have him on. Um, and Chris, you can go ahead and say hello to the people. Yeah, Peter, thanks for thanks for having me on. Pretty excited about this. Been listening to the show so far, and I love what you're doing, man. It's awesome. Awesome. I, I really appreciate that. And um, kind of what we do, you know, at the start of every episode, if you've been listening this far, I always ask Will what he's drinking. Um, and we're fortunate enough today, I actually have some of your beer. Um, so what are you drinking? I just saw you grab one. Yeah, so, all right. We're going to do, uh, you know what? It's a good one. It's called Art of Balance. It's a New England style IPA, 7.1% ABV. Oh, Ooh. man. It's nice. Ooh. Sounds good. Sound. Mm. Oh, my God. That's cold. Oh, my God. That's cold. I'm, I'm so pumped you said that because if you weren't going to say it, I was going to say it. But well, um, Peter, I feel like that's kind of where it, uh, where it began with us, you know? It is. It yeah, is. That, that Philly that trip, man. Trip down, to, uh, down to Philly. Luke Combs, man. That was that was a good time. That was uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. But yeah, I'll uh, we'll go ahead and get into it. Um, like I said, I, I know you from college. We went to the same college in Rochester, um, and we we're also a part of the same uh, extracurricular organization. Um, so that's actually how I really know you. You graduated 2016, 2015? Yeah. 2016? Okay. And I actually came in as a freshman in 2016. Um, so we really didn't meet until after the fact, until, you know, some of my friends that were still in school and some of the guys that you knew um, kind of introduced us. And that was really only probably a year ago or so. When did, when did we go to Philly? It was last, it was last year this time, I think, actually. Yeah, last fall in November or something. Yeah. And, you know, ever since then, we've kind of kept in touch some. I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of the, the brewery and, and your beer, so I try and get some of that whenever I can. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to have you on, and I kind of want to start by just you giving a little bit of a description of yourself, kind of your background, you know, you can go ahead and touch upon what you studied in college and, and what you're doing now. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, at, at the school we both went to, I studied mechanical engineering technology, got a master's in manufacturing and mechanical systems integration, uh, which is kind of just, well, my focus was in automation. Um, so kind of bringing the automated aspect into a lot of, uh, your standard kind of human procedures. Um, so I took that right after college, went to uh, corporate America, worked for a year and four months, year and six months or so, and then kind of called it quits there and went went full-time for the brewery and kind of just full-on went for it. Um, so that kind of leads us to, uh, to the opening of Beer Tree Brew Co. Uh, it's our, our first facility that we opened up in 2017. Uh, it was actually October 26th, so we're coming up on three years here in, in three days. Um, that kind of blew up, man. We were we just put a big focus on making, well, obviously making the best beers that we could, self-distributing all across New York State, and we very quickly ran out of production space. So that leads us to kind of right now we're uh, we're getting close to opening up a, a brand new production facility and um, tap room restaurant. It's actually it's at an old Sears building, but we're going up from a about a thousand square foot brewery to right around like eighteen thousand square feet. That's so awesome. a, lot of, a lot of space. We actually we already brewed there. We've been brewing there. We're at batch uh, twenty eight went into the tank today. So kind of just a freaking massive operation or trying to get to be be a massive operation at this point yeah no that's awesome that's that's really cool and, and one of the things you just said is um you know you graduated with your degree and you tried out the the traditional kind of job market for your degree and you lasted about a year and, and some change and um how long into that did you know that that wasn't going to work for you like where well you don't have to say the company but i'm, I'm assuming you were doing fairly standard engineering work and you just wasn't your thing is that fair to yeah, say? Well, so I guess uh, like the whole story of, of kind of how Beer Tree came about, it started while I was doing my master's. I, I graduated a little bit late. I stayed the summer of, of 2016 um, just doing a, my capstone project. But 
some of the time spent doing my capstone project and kind of that last uh, that last spring semester of 2016, my brother-in-law and I were kind of just like spitfiring ideas. We ended up coming up, we basically had a, for the most part, a completed business plan by the end of um, the summer of 2016, when I did graduate and, and moved back home where, where my brother-in-law and like, you know, my family is, right. that's where we ended up opening up the brewery was in, in our hometown. Um, so we kind of, it's like, I went into corporate America knowing that there was a very good chance that I wouldn't stay there too long. Right. And, uh, we ended up like basically the first like month that I was, that I was working, we found a location, kind of pulled the trigger on it and we made that decision like at some point like we're not going to be working for for companies anymore we're going to work for ourselves and right kind of like a conscious decision just uh i mean fresh out of college i didn't really have any anything that i was risking like right yeah i could eat ramen noodles i can i can make <laughs> do you know yeah it wasn't too foreign of a thing for you at that point you were used to kind of that grind um sure. so how how do you think, or what you remember of it anyway, how did people respond to this? Like your family or like close friends, like you just spent all this time and money at, at school. And then within a year or so of graduating, getting your degree, you're going to go for this brewery thing. Like what was the response to that? Uh, overwhelming support. Cause I mean, really? that's awesome. It, it was. Yeah. Like, so I guess with the whole college thing, I mean, yes, it, in particular, the school we went to was pretty damn expensive it's <laughs> yeah so it's like yeah you're you're paying for it but you're also you're learning way more than what's just in your in your profession right i mean you're not yeah. that's like the like the smallest thing that you learn you learn how to actually build relationships and take risks and kind of work your ass off for for some kind of attainable goal Absolutely. so it's like coming out of college like that's that's really the the, the biggest learning point of college is yeah. like it doesn't matter what you do as long as it's something that you love and you know that you can set goals and you can freaking work your ass off to attain them surpass them and I think that was I think a lot of a lot of my family especially my family they were like hell yeah like go for it that's sick do what you love find find something you're passionate about and just kind of yeah if if you want to if you want to achieve it like you just made it through college at a school that wasn't very I, I would say it wasn't very easy no i would we, agree with that yeah, yeah. no pretty, it's pretty crazy schedules but yeah i mean it's just kind of being able to just go for it oh that's awesome and that, they supported that. that that really fits the theme of what we're talking about and i've actually we brought that up in a few episodes prior as to like having a group of people behind you that kind of support you and push you how, how important that be and how impactful that can be. But even if you don't have that, just kind of the whole idea of, you know, going through your college experience, obviously, you know, learning the curriculum and what you have to learn, but also all the other things that you learn along with it, the social skills, the networking, and just really more about yourself is the best way I could describe it. Um, you know, one of those things for me too, is I've, you know, kindly kind of been able to figure out what it is that I like, as opposed to what will just make me the most money. Um, and, and trying to follow that kind of path instead. And I think that's something that a lot more people should try to do. But um, absolutely. So you kind of just answered the next question I was going to ask you. Um, but what I was going to ask was, because of this, did you feel like college was kind of a waste looking back? But I feel like you, you know, you just said that that really wasn't the case. Maybe, maybe the yeah. fact that stuff that you learned for your major wasn't necessarily super relevant. But you know, there was other learning that was going on. Yeah. Well, so that's not entirely true either. I mean, I think a, a large portion of, honestly, most of the classes have come in handy. I mean, we're, it's not like, I, I don't think a lot of people understand kind of like what brewery life is. I mean, it's, you have equipment and you're abusing this equipment and shit breaks down all the freaking time. <laughs> so we also like designed the brewery ourselves. We did it um, all in, in Google SketchUp and then basically built, built the whole thing. Um, not physically built it, but we helped out quite a bit, but like all the tap lines, all the, um, compressed airlines, CO2 lines, beer lines, the, the brew system itself. I mean, we got 
um, pretty pretty high scale or large uh, like controller with with your relays that go bad or little fuses that are hidden in these kind of shitty spots that need to be replaced all the time. It's like little portions of each class kind of really have come in handy through the last three years. I mean, there's shit breaks, dude, Peter, it's all the fucking time. <laughs> this morning, I, I, I rolled up this morning. It was actually last night. We, uh, we burn out a belt on our mill mm-hmm. and it's like 445. Every auto shop in the area closes at five. Uh, to find a, a fucking belt we had to get it on because we had we had the brew today we actually brewed one of our more popular beers beers it was pineapple cream school and it was a triple version of that which means a whole hell of a lot more grain it's yeah. like gotta gotta know how to change a belt on a on a motor <laughs> and you gotta know how to do it quick and you gotta know how to do it efficiently effectively and get the thing running right yeah so i guess i guess a lot of the stuff you did learn is relevant then to, to some extent that's good. Yeah. You're able to use it. Yeah. Perfect. Also, just like learning the the problem solving skills. I think that's probably one of the one of the bigger things is just, I mean, you that's all you're you're throwing in college is just all these different problems and figuring out how to, how to solve them. And you got to think on your feet, especially like with time sensitive. Like brewing is time sensitive. Like if if something happens when you're doing like the mash in process, if it if, if it's going on for too long, I mean you're you're screwed. Um, you kind of have a, a pretty strict schedule that you have to stick to when, when brewing beer. So there's definitely a lot more behind the scenes that people never really consider or even think about. Cause like this, this is new to me. I've never even, you know, thought of this kind of stuff before, but it's a yeah. lot more elaborate of a process than I think most people would, would expect. Yep. Yep. A lot of pumps, a lot of pipes, a lot of controls. Yeah. So what is, um, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but what is the current state of beer tree? Obviously you got the new location, um, that you're, you're trying to get going up and running. Um, but how are things going kind of, you know, with the virus and, you know, all the crazy stuff that's gone on over the last, you know, year, I guess, how, how have things been going at the, the original spot and, and just kind of everything in general? Yeah. So it's, I mean, as far as like the, the coronavirus goes, like it's been tough, yeah. uh, especially when it first happened. I mean, we weren't the only ones obviously going through it. So it's like, yeah, we're getting these daily new kind of regulations thrown at us. It's like, holy shit, like, how are we going to adapt to this? But at the same time, it's like, fuck this, dude, this is easy. Like we, we can adapt to anything. That's how yeah. we built our business is just like the constant feedback. Loop. It's like, Oh, okay. This doesn't work. Let's change it. Uh, so that kind of, that helped out a lot. Our team that we have over in, at our pork grain facilities, they're sweet. Dude, they, <laughs> and they get shit done so that was that was awesome and then for for construction over at the new spot it's like we started our heavy construction in march mm-hmm. so i mean we were able to have like 10 different contracting crews all basically started the at the same time and just non-stop just like completely tear the building apart and give it a full facelift and we're basically done with construction at this point. And I'm not going to say that that was because of coronavirus, but I mean, I think having that, having that time where the world kind of slows down a little bit and you can focus more on, on certain aspects, whether it's personal or, or professional, I think that that was something that came into, came into play and really helped us out as we were able to like stop for a second, like, all right, we need to focus on these things right now for construction. Let's, Let's get them, get them done, get them taken care of. And that kind of just followed through all of coronavirus. So weird, weird things happened. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's been a nightmare for everybody. So, I mean, it's good that you were able to at least kind of find some positive in all the, the chaos that was going on. Um, I know a lot of businesses, you know, are really struggling and still are struggling. So it's good that you're able to have that, um, you know, that productive time where everything was down, but also you know, find a way to keep things rolling. And I think one of the big things for you, at least that I've kind of recognized thus far with the brewery is like the overwhelming community support. Is that, yeah. is that an accurate thing? That, to say? That is, yeah. More than accurate. Oh, it's insane. I mean, our, that's kind of how we've, that's how we got to the point that we're at right now is the community's been behind us 110% since day one. Yeah. Just 
I mean, showing up, showing up at our, at our spot, following whatever rules that we had to put into place, like come, come March and buying beer, buying food. Yeah. Whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been insane. Like thinking back on it, our community's just like, they are a beer tree. That's awesome. That, we'd be, we'd be jack shit, man. <laughs> yeah. I remember, um, I think fairly early on, some of the younger guys were, were traveling through there on their way back to uh, Rochester. And um, I sent them in to get some stuff for myself and for them. Um, but while they were there and they were kind of, cause they hadn't met you before um, yep. and they didn't really know what to look for. But when they were there in the parking lot, kind of looking around for you, they said that there was a boatload of people there kind of in line in their vehicles waiting for you to come out and like deliver whatever they had ordered online. So even early on, you know, as soon as it reopened for you, it really seemed like people were right back there, you know, ready to spend their money, get some good beer and, and kind of keep supporting you, which is, you know, fantastic to see. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was incredible. Once we did the the curbside um, and, and the, the best part is like when we opened our curbside, it was like, we, we've obviously never done that before. So we're trying to use this new system flip from, regular business to a completely online curbside kind of system and right. do it in a period of, I think we, we gave ourselves 24 hours, maybe 48, if I, if I remember correctly. And then, I mean, like the community, like the customers be like, Hey, I got the wrong beer, but like, it's okay. This one's really good. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Okay. Well, like, sorry, we'll, we'll make sure it doesn't happen again. But it was like constant, like feedback, like, yeah, Hey, try this, do this. Like this didn't work. It's like, we found out very early on that French fries in plastic containers get soggy <laughs> a very short amount of time. Right. Yeah. Through customers. So it's very like just over a lot of support, a lot of overwhelming support. That's awesome. So yeah. For you specifically, what would you say like your title is? What would you, you know, refer to yourself or how would other people refer to your position or your, your responsibilities? Um, so right now things, things did change. So my, my brother-in-law and myself, so it's myself, my brother-in-law and my father were the three partners. My father's more just like the, um, he works on kind of materials, uh, from, from our farm. He's doing the farm side of things. Okay. Um, and then when we started, it was, I was in more of the like taproom operations. My brother-in-law was in more of the brewery operations. So in the last like six months or so, we kind of did a complete 180 where I'm doing all the brewery operation stuff and he's working more on the front end stuff. Um, and as far as like the new place goes. So I'd say uh, operations, internal operations, okay. internal and distribution operations. Yeah, that's know. fair. Close enough. Or whatever someone tells me, like if they call me, there's a situation. It's like, all right, yep. You got to take it. care of it. Yeah. I, I'm, I do like to do like the, the PM stuff and like kind of the, the fix it guy. Okay. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Anytime, what, anytime someone breaks, I'm, I'm normally there. Okay. Yeah. What's, um, so like on an average day though, what would you say you spend most of your time doing? Since we started brewing, I've been on the, on the four. The production okay. floor to just get the processes down get the system working the way it should be uh we bought a, a canning line so we've been all the beer that actually that the beer you're drinking right now that was canned at the factory location if you look on the label it'll say uh brewed and canned in johnson city new york which is our our factory spot oh it does say that no kidding yeah so that was fresh out of the new canning line hell yeah man tastes pretty damn good yeah so that's uh, just trying to get all that all that equipment worked out. Buying new equipment, man, it's like, oh, yeah, it's exciting. It's all hell, but it's like you need to go through every single like even like the smallest details. Yeah, because like our our controllers were all wired backwards. All of our motors were backwards. Our um, belts were backwards. Sensors were hooked up wrong. It's just like all these little things that kind of. Like what the fuck? Who built this thing? <laughs> Goddamn children! Yeah, a lot of a lot of research, I'm sure, and a lot of probably money invested into that too. So, yeah, I, I can't imagine that stuff is very cheap. Ah, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> bunch, of, bunch of steel, stainless steel from not China. No way, we would never buy that. <laughs> America first, baby. Yeah. So, 
what would you say is your favorite thing about having your own business? Um, favorite thing. Uh, honestly, dude, I love working so much. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know, having like knowing that I'm working towards something that, that I've been creating for the last three years. It's that's, that's pretty cool. Well, and like, I, okay. So the coolest thing is probably seeing like a beer tree shirt. If I'm up in Rochester, <laughs> like in, like park Ave. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I see the logo. It's like, nah, dude, that's sick. <laughs> Not going to say anything, but Hey, I'd see you, man. Like seeing it out there, seeing like the brand, we get a whole bunch of different feedback from our beers made it out to Oregon, California, Washington, that's Florida, sick. up in like Maine, like these people, like, messaging us like yo your beer is so freaking good yeah like that hearing that feedback i think because i i'm a people pleaser so like <laughs> when i get that feedback it's like dude i love you man like th thank you appreciate it that's um, great so that's yeah it's that's probably one of the coolest things is like yeah. hearing the feedback absolutely so i kind of that kind of answers the next question too but i was going to ask you know, what is like one thing about having your own business, which you just kind of answered, but I was going to follow that up with what is one thing, you know, the, the number one thing, um, or your favorite thing, I guess I would say about beer tree specifically. Um, specifically the people I've met, I've met a lot of awesome people through, through beer tree, both, um, just like customers, staff, um, our distribution accounts. I mean, the, the connections that that I've been able to make through through the company has been pretty incredible. It's like lifelong people and um, and friendships and and just connections that I think are that, like invaluable at this point. Like people that have helped us out so much, um, just kind of getting to know everyone in the industry, both from like breweries too. We've done a couple collabs with some just incredible people, incredible breweries incredible stories just like learning all that it's been been pretty special oh that's awesome i i remember you were doing a few collabs at other breweries too and i think i don't know i don't think i got the chance to try them but they ended up doing pretty well right from what yeah, i we remember just with, uh, a brewery out in glens falls uh called common roots and they they came down to to the new factory um four weeks ago or so, something like that. That beer turned out so good. It's freaking awesome. But yeah, I mean, like those guys were like, never, never really had a conversation with them before. Um, like just kind of chilling, yeah. like talking about brewery stuff, life and whatnot. And yeah, it's like, it's like little things like that. Like those guys were awesome. That's no, all. That's what I love, love about the craft beer industry is everyone's kind of like that. Yeah. Like, not a bunch of stuck up assholes. <laughs> so for you moving forward, what would you say your goals are personally as far as career wise? Um, I think uh, as far as like just beer tree, maybe not necessarily the beer tree brand, but from like our brewery standpoint, I think just to keep, keep kind of growing. Mm -hmm. um, I think, Myself, my my brother in law, my father as well. I think we've all found quite the uh, quite the passion for the industry. So there's no reason to to want to get out of it. I think we're going to keep keep expanding, keep growing, opening up new spots, and and just keep growing. We actually so one of one of the biggest things was I wanted to be exported so freaking bad. I wanted to get our product overseas, and we have a a pallet sitting in our cooler right now, wrapped up, going to the Netherlands. We've got the freaking, the shipments all ready to go. It's going to be there the first week in December. It's like, like that, that moment I got off the phone. I was like, dude, fuck yeah. Like this, <laughs> this is real. Like this is, we're going worldwide, baby. That's so, awesome. It's like those, that, that was, that was like a big moment for me. Yeah, I can imagine. But how did you, how did you manage how did that all play out? Uh, an, an email. I sent really? an email to the company that exports that like I've, I've heard a lot about. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy responded back. He's like, are you guys like looking for new companies to export? And he responded back. He's like, honestly, no, not really. But uh, I'm willing to have a conversation. And then we ended up kind of losing touch for a little bit. Or, well, I guess it was a couple weeks. And um, we got on the phone and talked for like an hour. And it ended in uh, basically, hey, I have a, a shipment that's, I've got an open pallet spot, load up a pallet, send me an invoice. I'll send you like the, the pickup date and let's send it to the Netherlands. That's and crazy. We'll go from there. So, yeah, man, that was, that was so cool. That's awesome, man. That's, that's pretty good. You're going worldwide. Worldwide, worldwide baby. Worldwide. Oh yeah. That's sick. So I guess kind of piggybacking off of that, um, you said you want to expand, but if you were to think of, you know, 20, 30 years from now, what would you say would be the end goal for beer tree? Well, I think, I mean, we want to, so we want to have, have many, I would say many locations as far as my, like, I would love to have many locations. And I think the reason that I'm so for that is because beer trees become like more of a lifestyle brand. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that a hundred percent. The beer, right. It's like, and I think we've hired a team that's like, they are fully invested in, in the brand itself. It's, it's less of just like, Hey, we make beer. It's like, yo, we literally all fucking love life. We yeah. are adventurers. We hike mountains, we ski, we snowboard, we'll go skydiving. We'll go up in a hot air balloon. We have those leaves from beer tree all the time. It's like, we love life. And we want you to love life with us. Like join, join beer tree, drink beer tree, live beer tree. Yeah. It's like a half of our, our brand labels, like this one right here that I haven't cracked yet. It's called edge of the earth. It's the, the cliffs of Mo- Moher cliffs of Moher. I don't know how to say it. Fuck if I know. I have no idea. Dumbass. <laughs> it's like, we're all about adventuring. We're all about like getting out there, seeing the world and like not getting caught up in the little shit. It's like freaking like if someone's being an asshole, like fuck them, find the people that you love to be around. Like right. that's what our, our attack room is. It's like, we have that, that community environment. It's like, if you're in beer too, like you better damn sure be, or you better, fuck, I fucked that up. You better that's like laughing, right. like, like having fun. And, and that's like what it, it's what we see. It's what happens there. It's, it's just become like such a enjoyable like lifestyle, live life to the fullest type brand. Yeah, that's that's man. That's sick. And I think that a lot of that is part of the reason why you're, you know, doing as well as you are, because it's gone beyond just the beer. Right. Yeah. You know, people see merch, like I'll see every time I see a beer tree hat or like a beer tea beer tree shirt, uh, it's like it's kind of like for me too. It's like, oh I, I know him. I know him. They make good stuff. And like you kind of get the sense that the people that have that shirt or have that hat they like really buy into, you know, you guys as a company, but the brand itself, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to describe, but I definitely, you know, I, I get the vibe that you're kind of describing whenever I, you know, have a conversation with somebody who's been there or, you know, had to get a shirt before they left. It's, it's very apparent. And I think that really plays a part as to why you guys are doing so well. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think so. It's, um, it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to go hike in the Adirondacks or go to Colorado and hike the Rockies or like wherever. And it's like, I want to take a, a can of into the forest or high summit or like any of these beers. It's, and then they like, we get these pictures. That's the coolest. One of the cooler things too, is we get these pictures of people on top of mountains or in like just these exotic, crazy places wearing, wearing our, our t-shirts or our hats or just like with a beer. It's like, fuck yeah, man. Like, go yeah absolutely that's dude that's great i'm i'm happy for you it's it's really turned into quite the operation but for you what would you say is the favorite beer that you've brewed since you opened um you gotta have a favorite i've been all over the uh the recently it's that roots and trees and friends and things that's our collab with common roots Mm -hmm. that beer was so good um we did one called velcro walls that was my my favorite for a while i remember Uh, that one that one had your face on the label right 
Yeah, my brother-in-law stuck to the Velcro wall, and then I was a fucking crow up above. I was going to say, you're like an eagle or a bird or something. It was your stupid face just right there in the can. It was really tiny, but if you yep. look really close, you could see your stupid grin on the can, and it was hilarious. Dude, it sure as shit wasn't an eagle. I was a fucking crow. That's a lot more fitting, yep. for sure. <laughs> cool. We um. So today, like I mentioned, I picked some up, and uh, we went to AJ's Beer Warehouse in Henrietta. I don't yeah, know. What's that? Nothing. I said no free promo. I, I didn't hear you. What'd you say? No free promo. No free promo. <laughs> anyway, they um Yeah, edit they, that out. They got a big, big shipment of your stuff. They said like it was by far the biggest one they've gotten so far. There was a lot in there, and and every time I go there and say, Hey, you guys got any beer tree? They say, Ah no, we just ran out a few days ago, you know, follow us on social. Uh, we, we post whenever new stuff comes in and they're saying it lasts like a few days, typically, if that. So yeah. they said that they finally like came to the conclusion that they wanted to get more in there because it was just flying off the shelves. Um, and I think you guys had probably seven or eight different different beers in there uh, in pretty good volume. So that's also kind of just a uh, an indication as to how well things are going. Um People yeah. in Rochester know about you for sure. I'm sure, you know, it's, it could be maybe a little bit of our influence, I'd, I'd like to think, but it doesn't matter. You're doing well regardless. So um, I was really glad to see that and I made sure to, to grab a, a few handfuls of stuff. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I wish I could have sent you something. Oh, don't worry about it. You've given me enough free shit. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no, those guys at, at AJ's though, that like they, they were kind of our not our first account in Rochester, but they like, like grabbed us by, or like, like we were a little baby. They like, like fostered us like, Hey, we'll, <laughs> we're going to buy a bunch of your beer and sell it. Dude. Hell yeah. They've come down to, to Fort Grant a couple of times and, and picked stuff up. I mean, quality, quality company over there. And it's, it's right down. Oh, never mind. It's not near anything. Uh, eh, it's close ish to stuff. I yeah. guess. It's in, it's in a good spot. It's not that far. But, no, I mean, it's, yeah, I was, I was going to say it's close to somewhere that we both know. Yeah, absolutely. But then, yeah, yeah, no. So what do you say uh, sets Beer Tree apart from, you know, competitors, from other breweries, you know, from people in, in a similar industry? What do you think is that one quality that really puts you guys a, a level above everybody else? Um. Well, I think the, the biggest thing is just the... The beer itself, I think we've we've created a product that, and and we're still continuing it, and and always continuously improving it. Um, but I think we've created a product that's pretty, pretty goddamn good. Yeah, I would agree with that. And it's uh, it's crushable, it's drinkable, and a lot of it's that higher ABV stuff. So it, it kind of yeah, kind of hits you pretty good. So I think I think just the quality of the product, the way that we make it, the hops that we use in it, the just the overall ingredient build behind the beers. Um, and I think the other thing is it goes back to that lifestyle thing. I think people see beer tree and they're like, dude, yeah, like I'm going to grab that and go ride my bike or I'm going to go grab that and go hike. Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, uh, well, okay. I, I should also say the can art. I think our can art is pretty freaking cool. Our graphic designer, we've, we've had a few that have worked with us and, and um, the one right now is, She's sick. And I think also our, our marketing girl, like the, our social, yeah, whoever media, runs that Instagram page is very good. Very, dude, very, yeah. very good. She's, she's badass. She's killing it. Takes a lot of killer pictures. Yeah. Very talented that. And your Instagram page blew up too. It didn't take long for a lot of followers to be, to be following your stuff and liking your stuff, sharing your stuff. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It was fuckers won't verify us though oh did you try to get verified i think i think our, our marketing girl tries to she tries to get there or she's actually our, our marketing manager um she tries to get verified i think every week you'll get there eventually yeah at some point huh. Man. <laughs> hard life out there yeah hard life out there what um what can you tell me about the factory it's uh, obviously a new location it's an extension of of what you got going but what is what is that going to look like when it opens up? What's different than uh, the original location? What's what's it all about? 
So the original locations, uh, it's it's on a 16 acre plot of land. Mm -hmm. It's a uh, a timber frame type of building. It, it's kind of like a modernized farm, modernized barn kind of look. Uh, the factory is it's in an old Sears building at the Oakdale Mall in Johnson City, New York. The and the Oakdale Mall, dude, we took the basically starting from the inside, we ripped out all the concrete, poured fresh concrete. We got trench drains in there. We've got urethane cement in the, or sorry, urethane concrete in the, uh, in the brewery. We got epoxy coatings in, in our kitchens. It's like, we went freaking all out. And then that whole brewery part is glassed in. So we're on the inside still. Mm -hmm. Then we punched a hole in the, in the floor to the, so this is the basement floor. We punched a hole up to the second floor, put a massive steel staircase in going upstairs. And that's where the restaurant's going to be with okay. a massive bar that kind of outlines a wood fired pizza oven. That's like front and center. That's and it. then next to that staircase, as you're walking up it, that whole wall, it used to be like, there used to be a, a brick wall. And then we, uh, we knocked the whole damn thing down and put glass up. So it's just this huge glass wall that's kind of tacked onto the north end of a, of a mall. <laughs> Dude, it looks, it looks sick. We stuck a grain silo out front. So all of our, all of our grains coming out of a silo, well, not all of it, but most of the, the base stuff's coming out of that silo. And it's like, it holds 48,000 pounds. So it's not any oh, like, small little guy. It's a big fucker. Uh, what else? A lot of parking space. We have a, <laughs> yeah, a 3000 square foot deck oh, that shit. isn't going to really come in handy for the next couple months here, but right. That's awesome. Yeah, dude, it's, it's huge. It sounds like um, a big step up from the OG spot. Yeah. I mean, the OG spot. So, Oh, it, it's it, sick. It's like, it's got its, it's got its like farm characteristics. It's like if you like COVID related, like if you want to go get away from people and sit at a table and like be kind of by yourself, like that's where you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we have the farm, it's like farm factory, like industrial looks exposed HVAC, um, stainless steel all over the place. Like your powder coated uh, matte black all over the place wood we got a bunch of cedar to kind of start to tie in the pork grain location um a lot of wood the, just the general the general look of the building it's like you see it and it's like oh shit that's that's sick that might be the nicest place in that mall then what was that i said that might end up being the nicest place in that mall yeah, i think so <laughs> maybe I don't, I don't know you might start drawing more people to the mall i don't know yeah hopefully i mean the the, the whole part of Sears, is, it's been picked up by, it's separate of the mall. Um, Sears building itself is massive. So we only have like a, probably like a, a quarter of it. And then mm -hmm. there's uh, the rest of it's pretty much office spaces, state-of-the-art gym going in next door. So a lot, of, a lot of cool stuff. We're also putting in a little cafe there. So we're going to do smoothies, coffees, um, mm. little healthy quinoa salads and whatnot. Perfect. All that good stuff. That way, when you get drunk, you don't have to feel too bad about yourself to get something like decent to get the drunk munchies a little nutritional right. snack or, or meal. Yeah. You know, fresh <laughs> kale leaves to, to sell and have people munch on. So, is the overall vision for the factory then to be kind of more, well, you say like the original spot, right? It kind of gives you that, that farm vibe, the kind of like, if you want to get away from people, just kind of chill out. You know, go do your own thing and just have some drinks with friends. Oof. Oof. But this new place, would you say the vibe is a little more, you know, kind of like more of a going out, going to interact, meet new people, kind of like that kind of thing as opposed to the original spot? Or, or what is like the ideal, what is like the ideal Friday or Saturday night going to look like there, you think? Oof. Uh, wow, that was cold. I think, uh, yeah, oh, it's great. I think... The ideal clientele is going to be kind of your uh, middle-aged young professionals, kind of that that kind of crowd. I think is going to find. I don't know the the environment that we're building there is like it's very conducive to 
our generation, but it also kind of brings in the older generations. And I think it's going to encompass the younger generations too. It's like, there's, there's a vibe that we're setting for, for kind of all ages. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's going to be like that post-work crowd, but we also have the um, Binghamton University right across the highway from us. So it's like, we're going to, Oh, that's where you guys are. Yeah. Yeah. I know where that is. We're like right across. It's it's two hundred one Passover. We're like right there. That's a good spot. Yeah. So I think we're gonna get a lot of a lot of students, and I think a lot of the the older students. I mean, we we've always dealt with fake IDs. We've we've had to turn people away out in Port Crane from BU, but I think we're gonna probably grab them and bring them over to the factory. Like I think they're gonna be more and do or more um, more likely to go over to the factory rather than go all the way out to Port Crane because that's a little bit far out for them. Right. And yeah, I think uh, pretty much any, any age, any age group. Fuck it. Awesome. Well, as far as beer tree goes, that's kind of all I had for you, but um, there was a few things you kind of touched upon, especially early on. So I guess, you know, not beer tree related. What would you say if you were giving advice to somebody as far as like following a passion of their own um, and, you know, not following the, the traditional path or, you know, taking a career that aligns perfectly with their major, what, what would your one piece of advice be to somebody that's kind of trying to debate, you know, should I go for it or, you know, should I just go with a safe route? So I, I thought about this kind of a lot specifically today. We had an interview yesterday and my brother-in-law mentioned to me, it's like, he, he kind of brought up like interview etiquette. Right. And Mm -hmm. like the way that I like to like say things in interviews, like, Oh yeah. Like, I was, I was so scared of failing. It's like, dude, fuck that. I wasn't, I was like, yes, there's a fear, but you're not scared of failing. It's like, if you get that feeling like nervous excitement and like just motivated to literally no end where you know that you actually like failure is not even an option. Right. I think that's when it's like, you should stop what you're doing and follow that passion. Um, that was, that was, yeah, it was in my head that, cause that's kind of how I felt. It's like, I went from, from the corporate aspect is like, I wasn't scared. I had a good job. I had good pay, like good benefits. And it was, I was like fucking excited to drop that and just go for it. And there's like, it's like, I don't give a shit. Like I'm not failing. Right. I don't even want to like hear that word. Like I'm making this work one way or another and I'm going to do everything in my goddamn power to make sure that that happens. So I think the one thing, the one like piece of advice would be if you get that feeling, don't wait. I mean, life is short as shit. Like you just gotta, you gotta full on go for it. Yeah. That's, that's and great I advice. Was, I didn't really like, cause I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's all like, like a head game with, with interviews with uh, like the news channel. It's like, you don't want to say too much. You don't want to say the wrong thing because people do judge you. So that's the other thing. It's like, right. you do anything, be ready to, to have people just like throw shit in your face. Yeah. Even if like, it doesn't, it honestly doesn't matter what you're doing. That's just the world we live in right now. <laughs> so yeah, just be ready to dodge that and just do what you love. Yeah. That's, that's great advice. One of the other things too is I feel like for you, you know, for a while, even before everything opened up, you kind of had some sort of vision or some sort of direction as to what you wanted to be doing. Now, say you didn't have that vision, say you didn't have, you know, like the family farm where, where you can source some of the products that, that fit perfectly with this idea. One, what do you think you'd be doing instead? And two, what kind of advice would you give to somebody that didn't necessarily have that much direction? Um, well, I guess it, it just goes back to like, what, like what actually makes you happy? Like sitting here, like, like for you, like talking to people, like you're a people person, you love podcasts. It's like, absolutely. That's you, you need to find what makes you happy. It, it doesn't matter if you have someone to lead you to that, or if you just keep bouncing around until you find that, like, you got to find what makes you happy. And then once you find that, just don't let go of it. Don't, don't say, don't wait. Don't be like, oh, like 
the time's not right. The time, uh, well, I guess, yeah. If, if you say the time's not right, when the fuck is the time going to be right? It's never going to be. It's never going to be. You, you need to make the time to be right. You had to just kind of always evaluate your risks. But at the end of the day, if it's something that's going to make you happy, you just got to do it. Um, if it takes you a while to find it, then so be it. But I mean, everyone has, no matter what you say, like everyone has a passion. Yeah. It could be like, I don't know, cleaning socks, like something like just, <laughs> right? Like it could be something like so fucking ridiculous, but everyone has a passion and you need to find that or else you're just going to end up living your life just like, I don't know, a sad sack of shit. No one yeah. wants to do that. But like, it's so, it is so easy to get into like that, that nine to five, just wake up, do your routine, get kind of trapped in that. You yeah. Gotta, you got to disrupt that. I think that's one of the things, like, that's one of my biggest fears, actually, I think is, you know, taking some corporate job that I don't really care about that much. And, you know, just kind of settling with it because, you know, the pay is good or it feels, you know, everybody else thinks it's right. But then to look back 30, 40, 50 years after I retire and be like, I just wasted most of my life. That's that's what scares me. And that's what kind of drives me to like follow a passion. But I feel like for whatever reason, some people just don't explore it when they know exactly what it is they want to be doing. For whatever reason, they suppress that, you know, keep it to themselves. Don't expand upon it. Don't interact with other people that have similar interests. And I don't know why that is. I think... I think a lot of it is the fear of judgment, unfortunately, is kind of what keeps people from from pursuing something like that. But I think, you know, you have to be willing to look outside of that and surround yourself with people that A, support you and B, you know, ideally have similar interests, similar career goals, you know, and are passionate about something. I think that goes a long way. And I think for you and, and for your company, that's pretty much exactly how you would describe it and, and, and what is going on there. That's really, to me, when I look at beer tree, that's exactly what I see as a group of, you know, passionate people that really care about each other and care about the success of the company and really just show up every day trying to make themselves and the company better in return. That's, that's what I see. Yeah. I mean, that's spot on right there. I mean, it's, it's all about like, it, it, it goes back to like the basics of surrounding yourself with people that you can relate to and that like bring you up and, and make you a better person. And um, yeah, I mean, for, for us, yeah, like that's, that's kind of how our team developed. It's, we're all just gung ho about not just like beer. I mean, once you get in the beer industry, you kind of stop drinking. It's at least for, for me, I don't think that's, that's for everyone, but it's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> three deep right now man this is a this is a situation but uh <laughs> yeah i don't know like just getting getting those people that that are always pushing you and always making you think about things and take things to the next step and then you're doing the same to them it's just like you bounce back and you you can consistently grow together like that's that's huge i don't know if i just got off on a little side tangent there with that yeah. but not at yeah, all like that's that's really important because if you're if you're surrounded by someone who's not trying to accomplish anything you might as well just like write your life off like you're not yeah you're just gonna go through the motions for the next 60 years and yeah it's gonna it's gonna suck yeah that's the unfortunate truth that i think a lot of people are dealing with but um you know if you've gotten anything from this interview hopefully it's uh follow your fucking passion and uh drink some beer tree it's good shit yeah, i think that's uh so that's a yeah good little tagline there yeah absolutely oh one other thing as we're kind of wrapping up here beer with roots right that's kind of one of your one of your taglines one of your one of your sayings i guess where did that come from and i feel like if you stop and think about it for about you know five seconds it's very fitting for the whole community aspect that you guys have been able to develop yeah. So it's like, there's, there's a couple different, it's like a multi-dimensional kind of catchphrase. It's the, the name beer tree came from our hop farm. It's like, um, that was actually from my dad. One of the, one of the neighbors drove by as he was out in the hop field and they're like, Hey, like, what are you growing? 
and he yelled up, he said, we're growing beer trees. And he told us that story. And then he was like, yeah, I, I called them beer trees. And like that, that kind of just like, <laughs> dude, that's like, that's the name. We didn't have to like go through like a, oh, how's this name? How's this? How's this? Like, now yeah, it was like fucking beer tree. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Knowing you, that's like very fitting. I can see where it comes from in the family then with, with something like that. Yeah, we're growing fucking beer trees. That's yeah. like spot on for you. Yep. Yep. So thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, that's the one aspect, like literal fucking roots from yeah. the farm, from the hops. Like that's, that's the one aspect. The other aspect is we're the family business. It's like myself, my brother-in-law, my dad. And that's like, just, I mean, it's, it's the whole family. Everyone's involved in, in one way or another. And uh, the next aspect is just like the community. Like it's, it's not like we moved to a different state, moved to a different County, moved to a different, like town or whatever it's it's i'm living a half a mile away from where i grew up the brewery's a mile away it's like this is this is our community these are these are where our family roots are i got three of my aunts within a a mile of me right now it's like this is this is our community this is our roots like these are our roots we know a bunch of people i mean it's it's not like i grew up in a in a large large city it's like right everyone knows everyone and, and that's like kind of that third dimension is we're all kind of intertwined and we're all kind of tied together with the roots yeah that's perfect it's a it's a great slogan and i think it's very fitting but um yeah i think uh that's a good that's a good ending point um is there anything else you want to say about you know the business um where things are going what you've got going on uh, where people can you know reach out and learn more about beer tree anything like that at all um yeah follow us on instagram facebook uh instagram's at beer tree brew facebook's beer tree brew co uh factory by beer tree is is the new place um yeah that's pretty much it man awesome yeah well i want to thank you for coming on uh it's been a while since i've been able to get this first interview up and going but i couldn't think of really any better person to have on uh so i appreciate you taking the time um and um you know i look forward to seeing where things go for you and and the rest of the brewery and everybody involved so uh thanks again man i really appreciate it yeah thanks peter man it's always good seeing you buddy take care bro peace see ya